home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome. It's a Thursday here on 1700 KBGG. You found the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours as we talk sports with you. Busy program coming up, the voice of Iowa State Athletics. Uh, John Walters will be here. He joins us at 1225. All of our guests, by the way, on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. A couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, John Walters coming up at 1225. What's he seen in practices that he's watched? Well, he won't share a bunch. Might give us a nugget or two, right? Oh, yeah. There's uh, plenty out there. That safety position, finding the right mix. I, I enjoy Mike Warren over there making a go of it. Mm. A little bit different storyline than a year ago, though, a guy moving from the offensive side of the ball to the defensive side of the ball, yeah, right? Yeah, that was a quarterback, and you don't see that very often. No, but Mike Warren's story is um, it's unique in its own right. I agree with you. Not to that level, but uh, lots of storylines percolating in Ames regarding that football program that has got a chance to be really, really good in 2018. In fact, I'm on record as saying that they will be. At 12.45, Bill Bender spent 12 hours, like a number of media members yesterday, camped outside uh, the Ohio State Athletic Offices waiting for some resolution uh, in the findings regarding the uh, Urban Meyer situation. Gene Smith, we'll talk about that more in a moment. But Bill Bender, who wrote a really good piece at SportingNews.com, he will join us to recap, give us his thoughts. If you haven't read the piece, you can go to SportingNews.com and read Bill if you'd like. There's certainly been a lot of people that uh, have opined on that, and rightly so, as I hope that this continues to resonate loudly, th- loudly throughout the sporting landscape today. One uh, 110, Mitch Holtis will be here. Look forward to catching up with Mitch. This is our final live appearance until next Thursday. We do have, what, a nugget tomorrow? or Yeah, he'll send along a little two, three-minute preview. Preview, piece. gotcha. And they play your Bears, right? Well, they do, That's yeah. what I thought. Uh, so we'll get Mitch today for the last time, and then he becomes a weekly guest. Um, and we're appreciative of that as well as we'll preview the Chiefs. And, of course, the Chiefs play here home and away all season long. And then, Trent, you and I, as we've said it, if it's not a bias. It's just for whatever, for whatever reason, the team that gets overlooked the most that deserves conversation, in at least as I see it, and you may see it differently, um, because the Cardinals are the second most popular baseball team. Now there's a big gap, I think, between the Cubs and the Cards as far as fandom. But look at the, the Cardinal fans, sadly, take a back seat on this program. We'll try and make it up to them, at least for today, when Brian Walton will join us. They're the hottest team in baseball. They've won 13 out of 15 games. And the two losses came by one run. Is that right? I didn't realize yes. that. Spoken like a true gambler, Trent yeah. Comlin. Well, yeah, you're playing that one and a half. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And those, uh, those reverberate a little. Yes, it's hard to get do. past those if you're on the Cardinals <laughs> side. So we, we'll talk some Cardinals. Mike Schilt has been a, ter- a terrific story. Is it time to take the interim tag off of him? Or is oh. there no need to do it now? Would it change anything? No, I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, maybe he'll sleep better. Maybe he won't. I mean, team's playing really well. Do you handicap? Do you handcuff yourself? Is there somebody else out there that they have their eye on that they're hoping for this winter? Well, Girardi was a name, and yes. so was Sosha, and it's it seemed to be lining up because Sosha was whispered, and then all of a sudden the whispers 
out of this uh, angel's camp began to uh, percolate out there that this is it for him. Sure. This is his final year. But look, if it's not broke, why try and fix it right now? That Cardinals, I mean, look how they're playing for this. Really nobody, no name. And it's probably disrespecting him because he's worked his way up through the minors and they've all known him. But certainly baseball fans didn't know him, I don't think. It was a new name to me when it was announced. It was, oh, okay, who's this dude? Right. And here we are. This is the dude that's uh, had this team playing the best record since he's taken over in baseball. And with a staff, Flaherty last night. That that was my first extended look at him. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I he throws I, it hard. I think he's the next Cardinal pitcher. I really, yes. I mean, it was Carpenter, it was Rainwright before Daryl Kyle. Daryl Kyle, I, I think Flaherty's going to be that guy mm-hmm. in a, in two or three years when the Cardinals open at home at Bush. Flaherty was going to be the starting pitcher. And you got Miklas, you got Gant. It's been all right. Gomber, uh, Ponce de Leon. Yeah, that's a good story too, yes. right? Really good story. What's Which, not a good a good story, Trent? And we have to we have oh to talk boy. about this. Do we? Well, I, I think we it deserves a little uh, yes. bit of conversation. It's just um, sadly, and I say sadly, and I mean this. King football won again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only seen King football get beat once, and that was at Penn State. And Penn State tried to beat King football, um, and they finally did. But uh, Ohio State embarrassed themselves yesterday and how Gene Smith is working today and how Ohio State, and, and, it's, and it's, I, this is tough to say, because Shelly Meyer is a woman. And a fellow female reached out in a time of need, by all accounts, because the text messages and the pictures have been published. And Shelly Meyer is complicit in the cover-up that Urban Meyer and Ohio State tried to pull over the public yesterday uh, when the final question, ironically, no more questions, so we're out of time, uh, after the tough question finally came. And I'll be honest, I didn't think it was going to come. No, I was right there with you. Um, did Were you aware of the text messages that Courtney Smith, who another tentacle uh, to this story from yesterday, her name was not mentioned once by the three people wearing the suits on the stage yesterday? See, that is the president, the athletic director, and the head football coach. Didn't mention her name once. He was asked directly. Urban Meyer was asked directly. If he had anything to say to her. To Courtney Smith. And he didn't. He didn't. He said. He feels bad for everybody for involved. Yeah, and you know who else You know who else he mentioned a couple of times that he felt bad for? Buckeye Nation. Oh, Buckeye Nation. You're awful for the football yes. fans. I feel yep. awful for the 100,000 people or whatever it is that packed the shoe. Doesn't feel bad for Courtney Smith. At least he didn't say that yesterday. Nope. He put her in the everybody category. But Shelly Meyer, who walked... I, I found it odd yesterday. Did Because, look, at I've been... I mean, we've all been in a place where maybe we think we're going to lose our job, right? Okay, yeah. Did it ever occur to to anybody that's been in that spot that you know what let's I want I want my wife to be here or I mean it, it was odd that she showed up I thought at the proceedings yesterday, um, but she was a part of it absolutely so she was because she she apparently she got the text messages and she is on record as saying that she never showed her husband, which is complete BS, and everybody knows that. And this is a woman who willingly threw another victim 
a victim of domestic abuse, and let's be honest, in most cases, sadly, it is women who are, uh, it can be men, but most cases it's women that are victims of domestic abuse. And she was willing to be complicit in this because football has to win the day. And football won the day again yesterday, and I hate it. That's where we are. Uh, The opportunity, and even if he wouldn't have addressed, because there is legalese there, there could be a case against Ohio State, very well said, don't say anything about Courtney Smith. But Urban Meyer had a perfect opportunity to talk about domestic violence and what it was and to be out in front of that part of it. Not her individually even, but just to met. And he didn't. He read a canned response yeah. with absolutely no conviction. None. No fire. He was there 12 He was hours. forced oh, to read that He's in the football trend. offices for 12 hours a day anyway. Right. To tell that he's that tired for going through this. That that. Whole argument just drove and, me and how about thing. the med? They put it out there. The he takes some medication that lo- that causes him to lose focus. You know what? I'm. Do you, you think back to that press conference yesterday? Mm-hmm. Is it just me or every single question that he was asked? He had to ask the question again. Can you repeat the question? Yes. Or if there were two questions, what was your second question? And I don't know if that was all an act. I think so. I do too. Yeah. To try and. You know, uh, to try and drive that point home that, you know, my memory isn't that good, that uh, here, look, I had to take this medication. I'm, I'm trying to prove it to you that I'm that I am having trouble uh, absorbing these questions. Trent, it was a disgrace what I watched last night. It was a disgrace. In Ohio State to put out this dog and pony show that we are going to investigate and come back. Well, he didn't deliberately lie. What is that? I know. I know. Didn't deliberately lie. Well, yeah, he lied, but it wasn't deliberate, so it's okay. I know. And if it was okay, then why is he suspended? Mm-hmm. It this. It feels bad for Buckeye Nation, not for the victim, no, but no, awful no, for Buckeye no. Nation, awful for uh, for one of his assistants who he continued to enable yes. to put up with this crap. Um, look, he had an affair with a staffer. A lot of people have an affairs. It, it's. It's just, it's not good, right? But it's certainly it's has, a reality. It's 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 a reality. Um, and then Shelly Meyer, when it became known that he was going to have to fire Zach Smith, texted her husband and said, "Be careful. He's violent. He drinks a lot. Something bad could happen." You cannot tell me. Look at for for anybody to even. For Urban Meyer, Gene Smith, what was the president's name? Drake, is it Drake? Yeah, Dr. 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 Drake. Drake. For for those three to try and say those things and believe that anyone is going to believe what is coming out of their mouths. I mean, come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's very frustrating last night. The end of the press conference and uh, Ella fell asleep on the couch. She was not feeling real well, so she's laying there with Tara. I look back at Tara, and we're just shaking our head at each other as we're watching. And then when the question was posed about, I I, I lost it. I yelled at the TV. I said, "You got to be blanking kidding me." Mm-hmm. All stepped up, and what's Daddy yelling about at the TV? But right. it, it was such a frustrating moment. You have to do better, but you said it. King football wins. It does, and it Sally Trent, I I hate it. I honest to God, look, no one is going to. Cut off their nose to spite their face, which is not watch college football. Mm-hmm. We love college football. Yep. But college football is too big. It was too big at Penn State. It caused brilliant, bright people in Waco, Texas at Baylor to look the other way. It does at schools across the country. It is such a big, 
big entity with coaches and the dollars that are thrown around in television. It fuels athletic departments. We are willing to do and to listen and to buy into stories that we normally would never buy in. But college football is out of hand. And there's nothing, sadly, we can do about it. College athletics. I wish Driven was, by college football. I wish there was something else that would have grabbed me by the hooks when I was a youngster sometimes. Because stories like this, it's, it's difficult. We're... You're watching these young men, but the shady element that goes into it, mm-hmm. the amateur element, that is an absolute joke. Trent, a kid died at Maryland last month. and it had not been for investigative reporting, King Football would have covered that up. We were watching ESPN before the program a couple days ago. And do you remember the number, the graphic they had up that since 2000? Yes, the number of deaths, yes. Was it 33, 36, so, something like it that? It was astronomical. I mean, I don't remember... That many death. We're talking. I remember death. Corey String in the NFL yes. with the Vikings. That's it. We're talking death. Mm-hmm. That many in college football over the last eighteen years. Ken and I pay a lot of attention to sports. Mm-hmm. Couldn't name another name. Mm-mm. In fact, sadly for me, I couldn't name Maryland kid's name right now. No McNair, but in a couple of months, I probably won't either. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, yeah, it's not good. All right, enough about that because I, I just. Guy, I hate Urban Meyer. You yes. know what? I've I've come to the point right now that I I was such a Tebow fan, and again, here's college football beating me, yeah. right? Uh, but he also placated and 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 enabled Aaron Hernandez, who once he left the program, we know how that turned out, right? We know how that turned out. He took a life, and tried to take another, might have done something while he was at Florida, might uh, have was all, also out there. Yes, a possibility when he was in Gainesville, something happened there. Thirty three arrests, shot a guy right between years. the eyes. I mean, we're we're fired up here about two arrests at Iowa, thirty three arrests over two years. Arrests, not we're not talking tickets. No arrests over a two year period. Does it change Ohio State? No, because they're going to win. Are they, are they though? Because they're very talented right now, mm-hmm. but they're also able to go in and beat Alabama and Clemson for recruits. With Urban Meyer at the helm, does that continue at that So you're you're level. talking about when Urban Meyer goes to close a five star and gets in the living room and Nick Saban's waiting outside on the mm-hmm. sidewalk for his turn or fill in the blank school. Yep. And it comes down to Urban Meyer trying to sell Ohio State and the player's mom and sister are in the living room while the five star fill in the blank position player. Does that change? They're still gonna be good. They're still gonna mm-hmm. But their their floor is a lot different than anybody else's in the Big Ten, even Michigan's floor. They, mm-hmm. The talent in Ohio and the way that they can recruit nationally, mm-hmm. it is different. But do we – And so what's his record at Ohio State? 82 he's, and 6, he's, something like that? His winning percentage is above .9 something, 9.08 or something like that. That's crazy. We could probably, if we thought hard enough, name his six losses at Ohio State. Well – Iowa, yeah. two to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson in the college football playoff. We're two away. Yeah, just like that. I mean, right. that that's how beat the team up north and everything is fine. Exactly. But if that just a small step back, this is a program that doesn't have to have Urban Meyer. That's the other thing, I, Trent. You're a hundred percent right. Ohio State football is so much bigger than this guy. They would have been fine if they canned Urban Meyer. Jim yesterday. Trussell won a national championship. Yes. You want to be honest? Jim Trussell wasn't a very good coach, in my opinion. 
for Ohio State. I like this look on the sidelines. I like the sweater vest. I it did was a too. Sharp look. Absolutely. But with the kind of talent that he had and the system that he ran, they should have won more national Maybe. championships. Maybe so, yeah. Regardless of that, you can win with a lot of different coaches at Ohio State. And the current incarnation of college football, it is the bluest of blue budge, blood short of Alabama. Yeah. Could win without Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. But. Football wins. Football wins. Football always wins, with the exception of Penn State. Finally won one. Um, John Walter's coming up. I don't know how to segue out of that. No. We will uh, talk Iowa State, who has no problems. Um, and has problem maybe of uh, having a bullseye on their back. I don't think that's a big problem. A lot of people we've talked to, Trent, um, when when we talk about Iowa State and we both feel that they're going to be good, it's, you get the, yeah, but they've got some expectations and they've never had expectations and they're not going to sneak up on anybody and blah, blah, blah. I don't buy it. I don't, don't buy it. See, I do. We, we've seen teams ascend and then very quickly take that step back. The reason that I think this is different is a lot of times that is because of a guy. Think of Cal when Aaron Rodgers was there. I, th- I think that's a great example. Mm-hmm. Cal, not a whole lot of football history, took a big jump up. They're competing with USC for the Pac-10 championship. It was 10 back then. And then <laughs> went right back. Iowa State, though, it wasn't that they had one guy back. They right. had this defensive back. It, they didn't Charles, have a guy like, drafted, Trent. I don't have to remind yeah. you. They didn't have a single guy drafted. It was the team and a young team, and a lot of this team returns. That's why it is different. But expectations, it's just a different thing to talk about with your guys. Hunted, hunty. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm in the minority. I know a lot of people line up in your camp uh, on this. We will talk to the voice of the uh, Iowa State Cyclones next. We'll do uh, John Walters, Bill Bender again. He was there. More Urban Meyer conversation, sadly, at 1245. We'll talk to Bill. We'll get him to recap um, the entire day. Now, you know, I wonder if the, the media, as they were camped outside, obviously you don't want to go away for even a minute in case right, something yeah. happens. Are they peeing behind trees? <laughs> Did they pack question. a lunch? Gatorade bottle? I mean, I, I'm guessing when they got there, they didn't assume, because the press conference no. was at, what, 8, 10 hour time, yeah. 9, 10 east. 12 hours. 12 hours. Bill was there for the whole 12 hours. Yeah, and, and and sadly, did you see the fans yes. build as the day went on? Not a surprise. It's not, is it? Uh, John Walters coming up next. We'll talk Iowa State Big 12 football with John Bill Bender, 1245. Mitch Holtis is here. Cardinal baseball conversation at 1.30 with Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Trent and I until 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. 
Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us on Sunday, September the 16th at DMAC campus in Ankeny as we walk to fight suicide and raise awareness about mental health. Be a part of a movement turning hope into action and create a culture that's smart about mental health. Funds raised at the walks will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You can find out more by going to AFSP.org. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Are you looking for a way to give back to the community and have some fun at the same time? The Timothy Yates Hagen Humanitarian Foundation has an event for you. The third annual Tim Hagen Golf Classic will be held at Copper Creek Golf Course in Pleasant Hill on August the 25th at 8 a.m. Up to 25 four-player teams will compete with proceeds going towards pancreatic cancer research at John Hopkins. Water sustainability efforts in Tanzania through Save the Rain and Dream Team Des Moines. Sign up now at tyhfoundation.org. Spots are going fast. Summer is here and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515 225 8866 or online, wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I are with you until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC today from 4 until 6. High school football tomorrow, week number one, Ankeny Centennial versus Ankeny Hawks. Uh, Trent has that one. Coverage getting underway at 640. Game kicks just after 7. High school football tomorrow and we are underway. Uh, John Walters momentarily. Bill Bender coming up at about 12.45 from Sporting News. He was in Columbus for the entire day yesterday. We'll talk more about that with Bill Bender. Right now, let's talk some Iowa State football uh, with John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones. John, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Doing great, guys. I'm just on my way back up from Ankeny. I was down covering the uh, Coaches versus Cancer uh, golf event today with you know, the four division one coaches in the state coming together. That's just a really cool deal. So kind of puts you in a good mood, uh, seeing something like that go on. Absolutely. I, I wondered what all the congestion was around Talons at Tuscany. I forgot today is the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. They, uh, I was talking to Ben Jacobson. He said they're over $3 million now that they've raised wow. with uh, coaches versus cancer in Iowa. So, uh, really an ambitious thing that they started years ago and every coach that's come on board for any of the schools yep. has jumped on and it's just it's awesome to see that happen because it doesn't happen that way in every state and, and it's uh it's a really unique thing to Iowa but an awesome thing that they do. No, no doubt about it. You know, one more away from football before we get into it. I, I saw a uh a tweet from you, uh, you favored it or uh, retweeted what I'm not sure which, but uh, Eric Heft, 40 years playing and on the uh, wearing uh, wearing uh, a headset and talking into a microphone. Uh, that was uh, earlier in the week that uh, that you tweeted that at some point. That's remarkable. He's a, he's a great guy, uh, terrific at his job, but boy, that's a long time to be doing that. And good for him. Yeah, he's awesome. I I've been so blessed. I mean, I've worked with. Pete Taylor and Gary Thompson, Orv Salman, uh, Eric Heft. I mean, uh, how lucky can you get to, to work with people like that? And so uh, Eric's awesome. He's been, yeah, this will be his 40th year for calling men's basketball on the radio, uh, 35th year for football. Hmm. And we, we, we were just wondering because, you know, since Hilton opened and Eric was on the floor uh, when Hilton opened, you know, playing, <laughs> right. uh, we were trying to think how many games has this guy missed in Hilton Coliseum since it opened? And it's a great question. We think you could count it, count it in less than two hands because, you know, he's missed a game here and there because we've been gone for football right. or, you know, a wedding or some other conflict. But, man, it's uh, it's definitely not a double-digit number of the games that have been played at Hilton Coliseum that he hasn't been a part of in one way or another. So, Remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a great career, and he, you're exactly right. He's an awesome guy, a tremendous, tremendous friend. And uh, so, yeah, I'm – I'm excited about that. That's uh, that's a really cool milestone for sure. John, uh, speaking of basketball, a player back on campus now, Cam Lard. Not sure if you've uh, had a chance to talk to with him yet, seen him yet. 
going around campus. What have you heard about Cam and his, uh, his offseason that he went through? No, I just have heard that he's back, same as you guys probably. I haven't had a chance to see him or talk to him or anything like that yet. But uh, hopefully he got a lot of good out of the experience, and, um, and it, it can help to really tap into what his potential is because I think that potential is really, really high. And um, if he can maximize it, you know, there's, there's a lot of great things out there for him. So hopefully it all, uh, that message really sank in for him, and, and, and this was a great experience for him, and he's going to come back uh, a better guy and, and an improved guy, and, and it'll be beneficial for him and for Iowa State. So uh, I'm excited to see where he goes with it. It's, uh, I think it was a, a really bold step and a good step by mm-hmm. both Cam and the, and the university to do something like that, and um, I, I think it's hopefully going to be something that uh, – has a really positive storybook ending. I'm with you. Very brave on his part as well. John Walters uh, is our guest. John, uh, the the uh, South Dakota State game uh, a week from Saturday, uh, Cyclones.tv has it, part of the Mediacom package or online at Cyclones.tv. Uh, any tweaks uh, to the broadcast? I'm sure it's uh, it's Bloomy and Sage. I imagine that the, uh, that the play-by-play and the color analyst remain the same, but uh, Cyclones.tv has the opener. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a pretty much our our normal routine. Those guys have done such a terrific job since we brought them on board. I think so. Uh, they'll do a great great job with the broadcast. It's you know seven o'clock kick. I imagine the stadium, if it's not sold out, it's going to be awfully close. Uh, I would I would think it'll be sold out, and it's just going to be a great environment. You know, a good opponent and a team that comes in having been to the FCS semifinals a year ago and a lot of good players back, including Taron Christian, an outstanding quarterback that can beat you with his feet or his arms. So uh, I'm sure South Dakota State coming in expecting to win this game, uh, planning on pulling the upset, and um, it should make for a really, really good opener. Somehow Iowa State doesn't seem to schedule, or they do schedule an FCS game. They never seem to catch the bad one. (laughs) They always seem to get, you and I, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, the, the really good uh, Missouri Valley Football Conference school. So um, it should be a good test for Iowa State to open the season. But I think it'll be a real good broadcast. We bring in a truck for this one. We, we, when we first did it, we did it without the use of a truck, uh, like we do basketball. But it, football has just so many moving parts, mm-hmm. and it's just a better broadcast when you're able to bring in a truck and separate announcers. And uh, um, so it, it, it's been a, a good change to get Sage and Brent involved in it, and uh, to have a director and a producer specifically for that football broadcast. And it's a little bit of an expense. It's not a it's not a big money maker for us to have this game, but it it's worth it to deliver a good product. Mm. John, you've uh, you spent a lot of Augusts up there uh, getting ready in preparation for uh, Iowa State football. Does this August feel different than previous ones? I mean, expectations, talent wise, how di- how does it feel different in your mind? It feels different, Ken, and just the fact that when you look at the second and third guy and fourth guy taking their rep, you don't notice uh, uh, any kind of a drop-off you know, from the first guy. And I wouldn't say that that's true at every single position, but it's, it's definitely true at more positions than I can ever remember it. And that's where you sit there and say to yourself, man, I mean, they're in this position where you know, it's not one of those years like most of are when you say, well, gosh, if anything happens to the starter at this position, they're really in trouble. There's a lot of positions where you don't have that feeling and where you know that they're going to play two or three or even four guys, and especially on the defensive line. I saw Heartland College Sports at 
put out their defensive line rankings at that. Iowa State first. Uh, that's the first <laughs> from anybody. <laughs> right. uh, you know, uh, to pick Iowa State's defensive line is the best in the Big Twelve. But you can certainly make that argument, and and the depth is there for them to rotate enough guys in to keep those guys fresh, which is so vital at that position. And and so I, I think there is some, you know, there's some very positive things to be encouraged about and and feel good about, and those were only reinforced for me during camp. John, you mentioned South Dakota State, a good FCS opponent in game number one. The front half of the schedule, though, is incredibly difficult. It's one of those where you hate to put L's in there, but you got road games with Iowa, TCU, Oklahoma State, home games with Oklahoma and West Virginia, the top two teams at least picked by the media for the Big 12. That front half of the schedule, about as difficult, I think, as you're going to find across the college football landscape. Well, you know, if you're a, if you're a glass half full guy, Trent, like like Ken is, hmm. who, who yesterday went out and said the Cubs were going to win nine to one, and then they won eight to two. Yeah, I mean, thanks for listening. It, you know, <laughs> thanks, and thanks for thanks for doing that. As a Cubs fan, I appreciate you get them out of the slump. But uh, you know, if you're a glass half full guy, you look at that schedule and you go, "Well, hey, there's some great opportunities at the beginning of the schedule. Where if you win a few of those games, you really set yourself up." to be in a great position uh, to, to challenge for some things in the conference, you know, and and you're, you're exactly right. I mean, the, the four teams that finished one, two, three, four in the Big 12, over the first four Big 12 opponents for Iowa State, uh, throw in Iowa, throw in South Dakota State, um, you know, these first six, seven games are really going to go a long way in determining what kind of a season Iowa State has. But, you know, they're great opportunities, too, and, and I think Iowa State with a veteran team with a lot of guys back, um, maybe it's good to catch some of these really good teams early. You're catching both Oklahoma and TCU in September. You know, maybe there's a silver lining in that. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to, you're exactly right, come out of the gate and play good football right off the bat. Uh, if they don't, uh, they're going to dig themselves a hole that's, you know, going to be hard to dig out of. But uh, if you survive those first six, seven games and you're in a decent spot, now you're really in a position to go make some hay in the Big 12. And I, I think this seems capable of that. John Walters is our guest. John, I'm, I'm assuming they'll start implementing the game plan here, you know, Friday or Saturday. What position battles are, are still yet to be determined? Any idea, John? Well, I think Mike Linebacker is the big one that's that's still up in the air. Uh, you know, Mike Rose was a, a guy that maybe a lot of people hadn't heard of or thought about in that position, but he's come in there and really impressed the coaches and challenged Orion Vance. Uh, Bobby McMillan's a guy back with some experience there. Uh, Tamar Sutton's a guy that had played that position a year ago, but they moved him to a different linebacker spot. So, uh, you know, that one's very much of an ear. And then Regan Northrup's a guy who, uh, you know, I think in one way, shape, or form is going to get on the field more. So uh, is a Willie Harvey or a Marcel Spears able to move over and slide into that Mike linebacker spot so that you can play Regan Northrup? All that, I think, is going to be determined here, you know, very soon. But I'm sure the coaches have a pretty good idea in their mind the way they're going to rotate it and do it. Um, but but that position battle certainly uh, con- continues on. Um, you know, tight ends interesting because you got three guys that are all really pretty equal. You know, I think I think Chase Allen uh, with some experience coming off an open certainly um, the front runner. But you know, Dylan Sainer played a lot of really good football a year ago, and they're really high on Charlie Kohler. So uh, that that's going to be an interesting one. Just I know they're going to use all three of them. It's not like one of the three is going to just sit on the bench. That's not going to happen. But I'll be curious to see how often they use multiple tight ends. Uh, you know, I know that's something that Iowa will do quite a bit with Fant and Hawkinson. They'll play two tight ends quite a bit. I, I think that's something Iowa State can legitimately do now. And 
because those guys are so versatile and they can really play just about anywhere on the field and know the whole offense, it gives you a lot more options with your offense and what you can do. So uh, that, that part of it will be fascinating in the opener, I think, to keep an eye on as well. John, I'm going to put you in a, a difficult spot, but I think you're as well-versed as anybody to do this. Give me the pulse of Iowa State fan and expectations this year. What's considered a success? Most years it's measured very simply. You get to a bowl game, that's a successful year. It feels like, at least to me, there needs to be more than that. What would it be, what would it take to put, at least most people consider this one a successful year? Well, I think a bowl game is a good start. You know, I mean, if, if that happens again, um, I, I think the season is, in many people's eyes, a success. But obviously, there's that potential there to tap into it and do just uh, do more. And I don't think anybody wants to put a number on it or a ceiling on it. Um, I, I think when Matt Campbell came here, he said we want to compete for Big Twelve championships, and he did it without blinking. And I think that's his goal: is to go compete and try to win the Big Twelve championship. And so. Right now, everybody's 0-0, and as we mentioned, we've got those really two big games in September against probably the maybe the top two, although West Virginia is certainly going to be in that mix as well, teams that are picked to finish toward the top of the conference. But uh, there's some opportunities there to get out in the driver's seat and get some, get some good uh, traction toward trying to accomplish that goal. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know the number. I sure feel like the expectations within the fan base are higher. Um, I heard you guys talking about expectations externally. Uh, I mean, Iowa State was still picked seventh. I, I don't, you know, I don't get it. Uh, you know, the big target on the back thing. Yeah, maybe a little bit more, but they were picked seventh in, in the Big Twelve by the coaches. So, um, you know, it's not an enormous target, and I, I do think they're still going to have a, a bit of a chip on their shoulder uh, to try to prove something. So, uh, one thing about that, you know, my my favorite Andy Griffith episode was was uh, Barney Fife saying you got to nip it in the bud, and 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 uh, you know, I think when Matt Campbell has talked about this season from the minute last season ended, he's talked about you know we learned how to win in my second year. Now in the third year, we're going to have to learn how to handle expectations. So he's been aware of it. He's all in favor of bud nipping, and uh, he's been trying to tackle that beast from the from the word go. So not something that's foreign to him right now. He's aware of that and. Um, I, I think he gets guys in a pretty good frame of mind to handle that kind of stuff, so I think he will in this case, too. Good stuff, John Walters. Uh, great to talk to you. Thank you, John. Appreciate you coming on. We'll talk to you in the weeks to come. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. John Walters, voice of Iowa State. Iowa State opens up against South Dakota State. Cyclones.tv, 7 o'clock kick for that one. I want to tell you about our friends, uh, again, about our friends at Ankeny Dry Cleaners, 122 South Ankeny Boulevard. Look, Ankeny's growing like crazy. If you're if you're new to the area, if you still need that dry cleaner, you don't want to go cross town to where you used to live, you'll be glad about uh, that you find Ankeny Dry Cleaners. 122 South Ankeny Boulevard. Here's their phone number, 963-9522. They've been looking after my family for decades. Wouldn't go anywhere else. Ankeny Dry Cleaner sponsors this break. We will come back. Uh, talk to Bill Bender, the Sporting News. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2 on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. 
Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, you'll be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August. For more information, Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip Flip-flop revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. In 2014, the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge resulted in more than $220 million in donations to ALS charities around the world. The Every Drop Adds Up campaign was created as a way to continue the movement. This year, the ALS Association Iowa chapter has added a new event, Bucket Your Boss, will take place on Monday, August 27th at Cowles Commons in downtown Des Moines. Local companies can nominate a boss to be soaked in the fountain, all while their employees get to watch. To learn more about the event or register, visit ALS. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trying we uh, one other tentacle of this sad story. Um, in Courtney Smith's case, not in Urban Meyer's case, it's sad that he kept his job, in my opinion, but we never even touched on the text messages that were scrubbed. Right. I mean, he, he can't remember things, but he did suddenly remember on a whim, oh, yeah, those text messages from over a year ago, I need to get rid of them. And they hmm. certainly did that. Bill Bender spent the entire day camped outside. A number of media members were there. Bill was one of them. He was at the press conference. He wrote us. He's written a couple of pieces at Sporting News subsequent to that press conference wrapping up, and he joins us on the program. Bill Trenton, Ken, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, you know, before we get into the press conference, just the day itself, did it seem like, you know, at, at certain points throughout the day that, you know, there was going to be an announcement made? I mean, it drug on and on and on and on. I have no idea what took 12 hours, but did it seem like it was, um, there were points during the day yesterday that you guys are going to be able to find out, write your stuff, and get out of there? Um, yeah, I thought so. But, you know, this is the world we live in where um, they were very thorough. There was rumors circulating that Meyer didn't want to take a suspension. I think, and I've talked to a couple people about this today, where they screwed up is they should have released the report, let everybody look at it and do a press conference today. Because I think the press conference did infinitely more harm than her good. Um you know, everybody's ripping Meyer right now. Everybody's ripping Drake, um, Gene Smith, obviously. I, I don't – it was a weird form of transparency because everybody still has questions. It, it was, and just the way that it went down, and I think the the most damning thing that came out of it was right at the end and an opportunity to to respond to Courtney Smith and say something. And even if he didn't bring up her name – just domestic violence in general. I think a perfect opportunity for him there. Urban Meyer came off about as bad as you could imagine, at least in my opinion. What was your takeaway from Urban's part? Well, and if that's true that he didn't want to serve a suspension, he was obviously angry. I, that's why I think they should have done it today. Mm-hmm. You know, you have 24 hours to kind of let it happen, you know, let it sink in, maybe be, you know, I've done – a bunch of Urban Meyer press conferences, he was clearly angry, um, you know, and that's one of those things that I just don't think it did any good. I think there's more questions around Ohio State now. I think we're going on day 32 of 
what has been a circus here in general, and it'll continue because he's on suspension. So, I mean, and to me, you know, winning football games isn't, it'll help, I guess, but not admire. I mean, because people now, he's a coach that I think other than Nick Saban is the best at controlling the narrative, and I don't think he controls the narrative anymore, and that's that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm, indeed it is. You know what disappointed me in this whole thing, uh, Bill? I remember when it happened, I said to Trent when we were on the air, I think it was the first day, when you when I was reading through it, I came to the conclusion that the only way Urban Meyer is going to save himself is if he throws his wife under the bus and 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 lies and said that she didn't tell him about these text messages and photos. Bill, what what is sad in this whole thing to me is, is the fact that she's apparently willing to go along with this ruse that she. I mean, she's come out and said she never showed her husband these text messages. This is woman-on-woman domestic abuse and looking the other way. Nobody believes it for a second. But Shelly Myers is complicit in this, Bill, and I don't know how anybody can see it any other way. No, yeah, you're you're right. And, I mean, that's another thing that that I've been asking myself. How would Meyer not know? Um, You know, he said there were red flags. There were – there's a whole garden of red flags on Zach Smith. And – you know, the fact that Gene Smith, the other one to me is that Gene Smith, a background check didn't turn up that yes. Zach Smith got arrested. Right. I mean, how is that possible? It's, it, the answer is it, it, it's not. Um, yeah. Or it's not worth much of a background check if it doesn't pull that up. Yeah, they, they need to find some a new background check yes. company. Bill, is this over, do you think? I mean, there's more outcry today, I think, just the way it was handled, and you're right. I think maybe, you know, you release the report and you get everybody back together today at 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever. Um, but is it over? There seems to be more vitriol today than there was yesterday. Is it over? No, there's more vitriol today than I think than there was when he was placed on leave. Yeah. And that's why I think this isn't over, um, because a lot of people still have questions. I mean, you know, they have an opener in 10 days or so, or was it nine, nine days? Um, and no, it's not over. And I think, you know, like I said, the narrative changes. If there was I, the whole way through, I thought he was going to get a suspension. And that was what was on the board. Now that we have what's on in the report, and I've talked to a lot of people about this, I, and it's hard for me, obviously, as you guys know, I'm in this central Ohio bubble, but I've yep. talked to a lot of people, and I don't know, I honestly don't know how he kept his job. I don't either. And Gene Smith, likewise. Yeah. Really? Well, him more, even more so. Uh-huh. I, I am very surprised that Gene Smith still has a job. But, I mean, they did get punished. I, I don't see how that changes much of the narrative, and um, it's going to be an interesting season because I just don't know how that that's going to end up affecting the team, which is what most people end up caring about more than the issue of domestic violence. Sadly, which, you're like right. You, which you guys, like you said, the the domestic violence issue got lost. I think had Urban Meyer showed more contrition and didn't look like he was, you know, in pain. Uh, yeah, like like he was. You know, and that body language matters, and it just was a flop. And the more I'm thinking about it, the more I, you know, that that that's just my opinion on the matter.
You know, Bill, um, the moderator before, um, and he said, you know, last question after that question was was asked, the moderator moderator seemed to make it clear to you guys in the room and gals in the room that, um, you know, we only got 20 minutes. We'll get through your questions. But if there's any follow-up questions, you know, you know where to find us, as I think is what he said. Um, I'm assuming there's been more questions and, and there's been people that have, a, quote, tried to find them. Are they responding today? Do you know? Well, we've reached out to, but I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be a long process again because people are going to ask about the memory, the text, the what's the one I'm missing? I just heard you guys talking about it. The, um, the text messages scrubbing. The the text mess text messaging scrubbing the the fact that I mean, there's no real answer as to why Zach Smith was on his staff after 2015. Yeah, none other than Earl Bruce, which is a poor answer. Um, you know, and. Maybe Zach Smith wasn't charged in 15, but the fact that there was this much against him and he was still running around and, uh, you know, you got to think Brett McMurphy's probably got a little bit more cut where that came from. And Hope he does. That's the risk now yeah. is they suspended him. Now people are going to dig a little harder at what this new information and I don't see that ending well for Ohio State. No, I'm with you. Uh, he apologized a couple of times to Buckeye Nation, made sure the fan, the football fans knew that he felt bad for them, but didn't nobody on that stage out of the uh, the name Courtney Smith, which is their, their priorities are out of whack, but uh, maybe we shouldn't be surprised, sadly. Bill, great stuff. We appreciate our relationship with you. Thank you for coming on after a busy 24 hours for you or 12 hours for you yesterday in Columbus. Next week when we talk, we'll talk football. Deal? Yeah, I'll make that deal with you guys right now. That sounds good. Good Thank to you. talk to you, pal. Thanks, Take Bill. care. BillBenderSportingNews.com. You. you can read BillBenderSportingNews.com. He is their college football go-to guy. Uh, we will come back with the 1 o'clock hour. Trent and I have another one to get to. Uh, Mitch Holtis will be here. Brian Walton on the Cardinals. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show. You're listening to 1700 KBGG. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. 
This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology actively invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. Try ZipRecruiter now for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com find. That's ZipRecruiter.com find. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology actively invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. Try ZipRecruiter now for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash try. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. One in eight. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. At Komen, we think this is unacceptable. We know that this statistic represents our mothers, sisters, aunts, and friends who have to face this awful disease, and we do not intend to sit back and do nothing about it. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us fund national research and provide life-saving breast 